Hello everyone, Katie here. I just wanted to mention two things before you guys jump into this episode. One is we had a bit of audio quality issues. It still sounds good, but it's not like the best that we've ever put out. So please don't hate us. And second of all, um, we had mentioned on the previous week that we are reading a book uh, that we're going to be doing an episode on, and we wanted to mention that the book is called Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey uh, McQuiston, but we also wanted to put kind of like a warning with this book because of the content, and it does feature some tastefully written intimate scenes, so just be aware, uh, and I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, Chelsea and I will be discussing the 2004 American teen comedy, Sleepover. Yes. Which I was literally just telling Chelsea that I could not believe that this movie's 15 years old. I believe it, though. Like, it's so of its time. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till we, like, dig into this movie because there's some controversial like stuff that would not fly like in real life for sure um but before we get into that chelsea what have you been doing this week right so uh i got called out for not mentioning two major things that i did in the last (laughs) two weeks (laughs) i don't know if you saw that tweet no oh no i did yeah no i did um So I actually got to hang out with one of our favorite listeners, friend of the podcast, and friend of just me uh, (laughs) in real life, uh, Summer, who came to Ireland for, you know, other reasons, not just to see me. But it just so happened that we were able to hang out for a day and we went to the Botanic Gardens here in Belfast, as well as like the Belfast Castle and, like, had lunch and did some shopping, and it was fun because, like, we kind of, like, got to both take our cameras and go around and take photos and whatnot. And she got to meet Eamon for the first time and because, like, they've known each other, like, as pretty much as long as we've known each other, but it just online. Mm-hmm. And, like, they always talk about movies and whatnot, so it was cool. Um, and the only reason why I forgot is because I then, like, worked, like, six days in a row after <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, and it was really, it, yeah. So I apologize, Summer. But we had a blast. Um, I also went on another photo adventure this week with my coworker, Rachel. Uh, she took me to this spot where there's like a lighthouse and there's just like a, like a really private beach. And there's like no one there. Uh, and it was just, it was like not even like 15 minutes from our work so it was like really close to us but yet like I had never heard of it nor had I ever been there and it was fun um took some pictures of the beach and the lighthouse and all and like took some photos of her and they came out really well they're on my Instagram if anyone wants to look if you look at my photography uh what do they call them 
you know, the thing where you save like a, a folder or something on your Instagram. Do you know, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's called a highlight. Highlight. Super. I'm down with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow children. That's that's the second time I've been told that today. It's just, it's whenever somebody has like, oh, I'm down with the kids. The first thing I think of is yeah, Steve hello, Buscemi my... when he's like, hello, fellow children. Like, yes. Honestly, like, even did that to me earlier today <laughs> because of also hanging out. I was hanging out with Rachel. Rachel's like 20. Yeah, she's 20. Mm-hmm. And, but like, we, we have so much comp, but we've been hanging out a lot recently and I told I was telling him that I was really awkward the other night because I invited her over to watch Parks and Rec, and I was like I don't know what I didn't know what to do so I was just really awkward and just kept going Hey do you want to keep watching Okay <laughs> He's like You weren't actually doing that though right Like that's kind of embarrassing <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> It was just like the way I was acting You know what I'm just I don't I don't know how to be cool but it's fine I uh, I know what things are. So, yeah, if you check out my highlights on my Instagram page, <laughs> you'll see some photography I did, uh, including uh, the Botanic Gardens as well as this last photo adventure. So my Instagram is at Chelsea Hennedy with an H if you want to check it out. That's cool. Just, you know, s- super quick promo for my <laughs> my Instagram. <laughs> which I don't, I don't care about. It's fine. A little self promotion. Never hurt anybody. It's yeah, it's cool. And then we also saw once upon a time in Hollywood, which, uh, I have a lot of feelings about. Um, never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie. So that was interesting. Yes, I know. I know. I'm that person, Katie. (laughs) All right. I mean, whatever. Can't believe um, never seen one. No, I haven't. And this was an interesting first one. Let's just say that. I bet it was. It like, wasn't like like in all like in all fairness, it wasn't the worst. It just wasn't the best either. So I haven't seen it yet. I want to because of the what it's about. That's why I want to see yeah. it. Yeah. So. No, I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts. So maybe I'll do that today. Oh, there <laughs> not you doing go. anything else today. There you go. And it's a long movie, so yeah. Um, but no, like there's definitely a lot of parts I really like, and then there's just some parts that I'm like, why? But sure, it's like that with a lot of movies, right? So, Katie, yeah. what have you been up to? I was quite busy. This yes. week, actually. As per um, usual. But I did a lot only in a couple of days, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see. This week, this past week, uh, my grad school roommate had a recital. So she she plays the French horn, and she did, like, a mini free charity show. Like, they were raising money for a music program for the blind which is like really cool nice and it was her and uh somebody that she works with uh who is an accomplished pianist and singer like she's sang with like like the names on the list of people that she's sang and played with is ridiculous wow (laughs) so um 
but it was amazing. Like they did an incredible job. Like Laura's very good at the French horn and I haven't seen her in a little while cause she's also in the military. So she plays, she's in the air force reserve. So she plays in the air force reserve marching band. Wow. So she like travels a lot with them. Plus she works like she actually has like a regular day job. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know how much longer she's going to be working at that day job, so I have no idea. But I don't see her very often. I don't know. It happens. Yeah. Uh, but it was great. They played uh, two songs from... Let's see. They played a song from Charlie Brown. They played a song from uh, Ponyo and mm. uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Nice. So, And they did some other stuff. They played a song from, I think... Guys and Dolls? Was it Guys and Dolls? I could be wrong. Mm. Um, But it was, like, really great, and I love watching her perform anyway. Like, I used to go to all of her shows when we were in college. Like, anytime she played with the orchestra or the symphony, like, I went. (laughs) So, I just, I like classical music concerts. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I do. Um, And then on Friday... I went to the La Brea Tar Pits Museum, which I don't recall ever having been to. Okay. Like, I've been to the Tar Pits, but I don't think I've been to the actual, like, museum that's associated with it. If I had, it was when I was very young and I don't remember. But Friday was the last day they were doing the free nights for the summer. So, like, free late Um, nights. So, between 5 and 8 p.m., you could go there for free. Nice. And so, Brian and I went. And it was great. Like, like we just also it was slightly on the terrifying side because mammoth mammoths are huge. Yes, <laughs> they're very large. And we watched this like three D movie called Titans of the Ice Age, and mm-hmm. <laughs> like watched that and <clears throat> and just like saw a bunch of stuff and walked around it's really funny because like i didn't realize how much like fossils and bones and stuff they had pulled out of the tar pits so they've only been digging in the tar pits since 1913 was when they first started like when they just started discovering that there were fossilized bones down there Mm -hmm. and between 1913 and 1915 they pulled a million fossilized bones out of the tar pits and that was only the big ones oh my god jeez i was like what (laughs) (laughs) like they have so many bones that they don't have anywhere to put them so they just like sit in storage in this room that you can like they have a mirror set up, so, like, you can look through the window and into the mirror, and it just goes on forever. Oh, my God. Like, where all the bones are cataloged. And they have a wall, no joke, a wall of skulls. Ooh. <laughs> of dire wolf skulls. Um, because they've, they pulled, like, over 4,000 dire wolf skulls out of the tar pits, but they had, like... 400 of them or something on display and it's like a wall just of like skulls yeah <laughs> i took a photo of it it's on my instagram i didn't see that i saw some of your posts i didn't see that one but yeah it's with the mammoth like the mammoth picture i posted with the giant tusks yeah um but that was super cool like i hadn't been there in a long time and i ran into one of my i ran into mj my 
you know, the coworker who left me high and dry at my job. Ah, yes. <laughs> no, he's doing great. But it was really awkward because I looked over and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this knack for running into people I know in random weird places. Yeah. Like the Laborea Tar Pits Museum. Even though, like, uh, Southern California is a massive place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I managed to run into four people at San Diego Comic-Con, which had 300,000 people at it. So... There you go. Amazing. Um, And then yesterday, I sort of... Like, I spent the entire day with Brian, pretty much. And, like, we went to the Getty Villa that's in Malibu. And... Because they had on display a, a... Like, artifacts and stuff from this... Villa that the actual Getty Villa is modeled after, which was buried in ash and soot from the Mount Vesuvius, like the one that destroyed Pompeii, like this, like this place, like all the stuff that's in there. Um, Some of the things that were there for the exhibit were from that, were from that villa, which they had been, has been part of an archaeological dig for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so we went to go see that. And then Getty really likes marble roman and greek statues a lot yeah so like 90 percent of the stuff that's on display there is that very cool (laughs) but i took some great photos which i'll post later today nice um and then from there we drove to venice beach to have lunch and people watch which is an exciting place to watch people because Mm -hmm. there's some weird stuff going down in venice beach oh yeah big time (laughs) um and then we walked through the Venice canals. Like, I've, I hadn't actually seen the canals before. I've only been to Venice Beach twice, and the second time was yesterday. Oh, really? The, the, first, the first time, time was, was my bachelorette party? Yes, that was the very first time I'd ever been there. Oh, my God. How did I not know that? Yeah. Um, and I got coffee. Like, we got fancy coffee. We ate at the sidewalk, like a sidewalk cafe, and we went to Small World Books. Nice. So we were just trying to recreate when we went for your bachelorette party. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, well, but then again, like that, those are kind of the only cool spots I think in Venice Beach. Yeah. The rest of it is just like these cheesy like shops to like, yeah, like buy touristy touristy stuff. Yeah. And then there's a lot of like marijuana sales booths and a yep. lot of. Like, like other weird things. All of Venice tattoo Beach parlors. just smells of marijuana. Like that's that's pretty much just how I remember. It's it. like it's sort of this mix between marijuana, the ocean, and urine. Yeah, that's kind of what it smells like. We're really selling it. <laughs> yeah, go to Venice Beach. It's great. Um, and then while we were driving back, Brian was like, "Is there anywhere else you want to go? Like, do you want to go to like Amoeba, which is a music store in Hollywood?" He was like, or we can go to the the K-pop store. And I was like, I just like looked over at him and I was like, you know, you judge me all the time for wanting to go to this place. And you literally just offered to take me there. And he was like, oh, I'm an enabler. I've told you this. (laughs) He goes, he was like, like, I'm going to give you crap about it, but I'll take you there if you want to go there. (laughs) So So we went went. there. (laughs) Yes, we did. Uh, We went there and then we went to... um, Amoeba also. And then we went back to his house and watched more Top Gear and he made dinner. Nice. 
And then this morning, Michelle was watching, uh, Michelle was home and she uh, was watching like a scary movie with Emile Hirsch called Autopsy of Jane Doe on Netflix. And it was terrifying. It was oh. really good, but it was terrifying Fun. to watch at like 10 in the morning. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. But that's pretty much everything I did. I also watched the movie Sleepover this morning, too, because I was up yeah. early. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically everything I did. Uh, so don't forget to head over to geek2geekmedia.com to check out the latest episodes of the geek to geek podcast, Geek-titude, and Sometimes with Rob. And don't forget to subscribe to Capsule J and Troidal Power's Twitch streams so you don't f- miss out when they stream their favorite games and talk about nerd stuff. And keep listening now for a promo for all the shows on the network. Hey, geeks. This is Capsule J. I'm a streamer on the geek to geek Media Network. If you like discovering new games and chatting with cool nerdy folks, be sure to check out my channel on Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv slash capsulej. That's C-A-P-S-U-L-E-J-A-Y. I stream a blend of indies, retro games, and RPGs most Tuesday nights from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern, and occasionally on Thursdays and weekends. Hope to see you then. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek, too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week... Keep it geek. And we're back. So as we mentioned earlier, we're going to be discussing the movie Sleepover. Uh, we picked this movie because, well, like, we both love it. And also, school is starting, and this movie sort of fits in with, like, middle school, high school starting, I guess. I don't know. It's school-related. <laughs> it's school-related. Ish, ish, Yeah. I mean, it kind of is. I mean, they just totally bypassed the entire summer in that film. So it was like end of the last couple of days of like middle school, high school. They s- talk about the summer. They skip it and then go right to freshman year. So it works for me. Do they? Well, kind yeah, yeah I guess they kind of do. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was more like, oh, here's the end of middle school. Here's what we did on like the last day. And then, Yeah. 
fast forward to like the first day for like ten minutes. I don't know. Well, the whole movie takes place over a night and a morning. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like the last like bit they show. Like yeah, at the end of the movie, yeah. Um. So, Sleepover came out in 2004, so I don't feel a spoiler alert is necessary, because if you haven't seen it in the last 15 years, then... And I mean, like, (laughs) it's not gonna, like, you know, ruin your life if you find out the spoilers to this movie. (laughs) No, because literally, like, Like, it's the most... This is... (laughs) No, it's the most tropey, stereotype... Yeah. (laughs) ...teen comedy ever. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so this movie was directed by Joe Nussbaum and then was written by Elisa Bell. And now where things get interesting is the cast of the this cast film. The cast is crazy, y'all. The cast yeah. is crazy. Everyone yes. is in this movie. I kept, like, I didn't quite realize how many people were in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even put all of them. I put... Just the but, main... But you put, like, the main people that are, like... Yeah. Yeah. That matter, basically. Oh my God. Well, they all matter, but, like, yes. the ones that have spent the most time on the screen. So, yeah. Alexa Vega, Mika Burum, um, Sam Huntington, Sarah Paxton, Brie Larson. Brie Larson is a child in this film, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scout... Taylor Compton, Douglas Smith, Katya uh, Pevic, Pevic, Steve Carell, uh, Kaylee Flynn Childress, uh, Evan Peters, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Sean Ferris, and then Jane Lynch. Yeah. So, like, two people that are in this that I, like, freaked out about because I hadn't watched this movie since I was, like, 13, 14, mm-hmm. that era. Uh, I was like, Steve Carell was the rent-a-cop and yeah. Jane Lynch was the mom. Like, I was freaking out. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I also great. forgot how much I like Sean Ferris. Yeah. Too. What happened to Sean <laughs> I don't know. I need to look up. But honestly, sure like watching fine. this. I'm sure he's fine. Um, but watching this movie makes me want to watch Picture This. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yes. Even though this is, none of the people that are in this movie are in that movie, but it's, like, no. the same type of film. Mm-hmm. And I also picked that movie up from when Blockbuster was going out of business, so it has a Blockbuster sticker on it. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this movie is about... So, in the summer before starting high school... They say in the summer when it's literally, like, the, the butt day. end of, like, the last day of middle school and high school. Like, I'm pretty sure they right. leave the school and then immediately start planning for the party the same night. <laughs> yes, they do. So, in the summer before high, before starting high school, Julie and her best friends Hannah, Yancey, and Farah? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, Farah. But also, I totally thought her name was Nancy, not Yancey, with a Y. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew it was Yancey. I, mean, I think because I was watching it with captions, that's why. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, they have a slumber party, and they decide they're going to use the night to shed their nerdy reputations, and they end up in a scavenger hunt against the group of popular girls. To win, Julie and her friends have to steal a car and a boy's underpants and sneak into a nightclub, all without Julie's mom finding out. 
This is mostly correct. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they don't exactly steal a car because the car that they take is, it belongs to Yancey. So they don't really steal it. No, they borrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But also keep in mind, the thing that blows my mind is that these, this is end of, this is the summer before entering middle uh, high school, which means they're going to be freshmen in high school, which makes them like 14 15 years yeah. old? Like, like if this was me, I would have been 13. Because I had, my birthday was in August, so I was always, like, only barely, like, a fresh 14 entering high school. You know what I mean? Like, like, and because this was at the end of the school year, I would have, like, still been 13. But they said at the beginning of the movie that she was 14. So we're, we're, we're supposed to assume that everyone is 14. Some character, you could totally tell that they kind of fudge to make some characters like 15 because like they mentioned like Brie Larson's character was held back a year. Yeah. They're like, so she has her permit and I'm like, yeah, but like, that doesn't mean she can drive on her own. (laughs) We'll get there. There's, like, a lot of things where I was just like, how unrealistic is this movie? Like, for most of the stuff that happens. Like... Okay. Ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, this movie's great. Like, don't get us wrong. Like, we love this movie very much. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it this morning. Yes. Like, it was great. But... It is very, like, there's certain problematic things going on in this film, but also there's so much unrealistic stuff happening that you're just like, no. Like, in the real world, like, you'd be arrested. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. just just no. Um, yeah, just lots of problems. Yeah. Um, also, no diversity in this group at all. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I don't remember where it's supposed to be set. Do you know? Like, what I don't, state even? Or? It doesn't say, but it is suburban white America. That's oh, definitely. Big time. big time. I mean, Alexa Vegas is not white, but no. <laughs> in this movie no, she she's is. not. But they make her out to be that yeah. in, this, in this film. No, big time. Um, yeah, yeah, this movie, I love it. Like, I, obviously, it was at a time, like, I was the prime market for this movie. Oh, yeah. So, of course, I love it. So, I I have, like, all this nostalgia for it. Um, but, yeah, watching it today, like, at this age, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) this gave me unrealistic expectations of high school, big time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And also, like, MG... So this this movie was distributed by MGM. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching the movie, like, it felt like I... Like, the majority of the backlot, like, the, where this movie was being filled, like, I've was, seen it. Was It looks like there were some parts that looked like the Warner Brothers lot. Yeah, and some that looked like Universal. Yeah, so, yeah. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I was I was watching it and I was like, man, I have seen everything maybe it, in this. Maybe it was Universal that I'm thinking of. <laughs> maybe, but yeah, no, maybe yeah, maybe it is Universal. I don't know, but <laughs> no, it's it's funny. It doesn't say where it's supposed to take place. Like I checked the 
Wikipedia page, but it doesn't say. I think it's just supposed to be some like generic suburban, yeah, like household, like neighborhood that it takes place in. Because let me tell you, my my high school didn't have no fountain. Uh, yeah, no. Fountain. We also didn't just like sit out front of the you know of campus because like we had like massive gates like <laughs> locking us so in. So did we. <laughs> eventually yeah but anyways we're getting off track here about how like we're gonna talk about the unrealistic things but overall like what did you did you like like overall thoughts on this movie please share them overall thoughts no yeah um but like i said before this movie was like totally totally made for me at the time um and i ate it up and it had a lot of my favorite people in it at the time and and then watching it now like watching it last night i had a lot of fun uh i don't know it's not supposed to be anything deep you know what i mean yeah so it's it was it was just fun it was just good like young fun i don't know i mean yeah yeah i mean i love I don't I don't remember when I first saw this movie. I don't know if I saw it like when it came out or maybe close after that, but I mean, that definitely was trying to grab the audience that that Spy Kids had because of Alexa Vega. Oh yeah. Because and she I was just slightly older. Yeah. Because yeah. she's just barely older, like only a few years older than she was in Spy Kids. Yeah. So that's like target demographic. Like you were who they wanted to watch this movie. Yes, one hundred percent. Um, I mean, for me overall, I liked it. It's like good, innocent, fun. Just like a good, a good, fun, clean film. Yeah. Just nothing deep, just hilarity. Because mm-hmm. one of my favorite things is when she gets busted by, by Steve Carell, like as the rent-a-cop. Yes. And he's like, what is your name? Julie, why are you damp, Julie? Julie. <laughs> I was surprised by some sprinklers. <laughs> That's my favorite line in that entire film is like, why are you damp, Julie? Because she's all wet. <laughs> and holding a pair of boxer shorts. That's literally what is happening. Like, I love Steve Carell in this movie. Like, I, I, and it's probably like I love it even more now that I know it's Steve Carell. But I think even when I watched it the first time, I was like, what a dork. Like. <laughs> Like, he really plays it up. And, like, this was Steve Carell before The Office, by the way. This was, like, probably him, like, when he was a, uh, what do they call it, a correspondent on The Daily Show. Like, this this was just before he made it big. And he was silly. He was so silly. (laughs) Like, like when he takes her can of Coke and he, like, dips his pinky in it and (laughs) and then takes a sip and swishes it around. And you're like... What the <laughs> and he just like spits it right back into the can and she's like ew. ew and he goes it is coke and gives her back the coat the can and you're just like bro yeah. <laughs> he's just he's way too intense and like he he mentions something later on i took a two-week course like i know what i'm doing <laughs> that's what he's trying to like commandeer like someone's car yeah. And I love, because uh, the name of the company he works for is Patrol Tech. And I love when she, like, grabs the decal off his car. And he's like, that's my official decal. <laughs> when he calls his mom. Uh, uh, hi, mom. 
yeah, can I can I borrow your car? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. He was like, can you come pick me up? <laughs> I'm at the corner of Union and Grand. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it. But, like, he goes it. from, like, having a car to the bicycle, and then, like, he crashes on the bicycle and then calls his mom for a ride. But also, like, I didn't... The thing that, like, immediately I was like, oh, this movie is old, is the cell phones. Oh, yeah. The Motorola flip phone flip flip phone but like she had like a roxy sticker on it and i was like yeah. dude i was obsessed with roxy back then like but also like her clothes oh, like yeah. the clothes she was wearing like definitely early like mid 2000 like before the before the 2010s like for definitely sure. for sure i was like i wore those clothes in high school definitely cuz i was still in high school when this movie came out i was a junior yeah yeah. So, oh my god! Yikes! Crazy. Um. Okay. Let's see. Um. Did you ever like have any sleepovers in middle school, or like go to any crazy sleepovers like this, where like they're like running around doing crazy stuff? Nothing this extreme. Um. Okay. I mean, I've gone. I, I like. I definitely went to sleepovers, but a lot of my sleepovers were very like one on one. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like, it wasn't, like, a big group of girls. If if it ever was, it was when I was, like, much younger. We were, like, highly supervised. Yes. Um, we would have never, ever, like, snuck out or, yeah. you know, done anything like that. Um, and, then, and then by the time we could drive, I think we were kind of, like, all too old for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. But yeah. You're never too old to have a sleepover, to have like a oh, sleepover no. party. But I mean, like, you know, when you get to that age where you're like, I'm too cool for all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I was just, I was always the kind of person that would like be very close to like one or two people at a time. So we would yeah. never have that like, we would have, like, we would all hang out in a big group, but it would tend to be like, you know, like half guys, half girls. So really, like, you weren't going to have a big sleepover with your guy friends as well, you know? Yeah. So, how about you? Yeah. Um, when I was younger, I went to a few, like, I went to a pool party slash slumber party, I think, like, sixth grade, like, Mm -hmm. like, fifth or sixth grade, I remember that, um, and I went to another one, I think, in elementary school, too, where they were, like, they would do the thing where, like, they would play pranks on you, like, trying to get you to pee your sleeping bag or whatever. Yeah. By, like sticky your hand in warm water or some, yeah. something dumb. Like, you guys also have to remember that, like, I'm 32. Yes. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> my elementary school slumber parties are taking place in the 90s. Like, yeah. we cool. We just, like, played music. And, yeah. yeah. It was lame. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, like, great when we were, like, younger. I mean, like, you'd play, like, the games, like, we had the, like, the pool party I went to was, like, a, a co-ed pool party, and then it was, like, just the girls slept over. Yeah. So, like, during the co-ed slumber party, like, the co-ed part of the party, like, you're playing, like, oh, let's play spin the bottle, and you're, like, we're sixth graders, like, what are we doing? Yeah. No, we, I never played spin the bottle, like, ever. It was, I don't know. Um, and then when I was in high school, I went to a slumber party, I think once with the softball team. Mm, like okay. we all slept at one girl's house and like there was, I think I can't, I do recall that some people snuck out, like one girl snuck out of the house. 
like, jumped out her window to, like, meet up with her guy friend or boyfriend to, like, smoke pot. Don't do that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't Um, know. I, I was, I was such a goody good, like. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. You think I I, snuck out of that house? I did not. I was still in the house. Yeah. But I almost got kicked in the face while she was, like, jumping out the window. So I was like, I'm down with this. Oh, yeah. No. I think I went to one or two, like, church sleepovers. Like, I don't know. Like, well, you didn't grow up going to church. But, like, we did, like, these, like, what do they call them? Lock-ins or something? Where, like, it's like a you're in a big gymnasium and it's, like, a bunch of kids and you watch movies till late. But I don't even know if we actually slept over or not. Um, I did a I did a lock-in at a bowling alley once. Where, oh. like, we slept in the bowling alley and bowled all night long. What? That sounds yeah. fun. No, it was amazing. Yeah. It was, like, co- it was, like, late night cosmic bowling. Like, it was really cool. I don't think they would do that now, but. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, that was really cool. Okay. Enough about our, like, past lives. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a new theme where we just talk about what our life was like when we were in high school? Our very very boring childhood. Well, yours is not, but. (laughs) I'm getting locked into bowling alleys so I can bowl all night long and sleep on the floor because that's cool. I just got locked in a gym with church people. (laughs) I think we watched Um, Lion King, too. (laughs) I like the Lion King. I know. Um, what was your favorite part of this movie? Uh, what's my favorite part? I, I kind of like the part where they do like the montage of them like doing all the fun stuff, like you know, freezing the bra and singing to like wannabe and like because like I've had that moment where like you're in a you're with like a huge bunch of girls and that song comes on. And, like, 100% every single person knows every single word to that song. You know what I mean? And they're all singing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just, like, like you're just born with that. You're born knowing the lyrics to Wannabe by the Spice Girls. <laughs> it is. <It's> true. <laughs> um, but also, I kind of like the stuff with the brother. Oh, my God. Because, like, do you not, like, relate to the brother so much in this movie? <laughs> I do, where he's just like, life is so hard. He was like, stay in high school as long as you can. And I'm like, no, no. No, but like, but at the same time, I know that like very harsh, like feeling of growing up and just feeling so like, uh, I hate being an adult. (laughs) (laughs) There are days where like, um, because I mean, like, I relate to him hard about like coming home, like after being away at college. Yeah. But like, at least my parents didn't turn my room into a yoga studio slash craft <laughs> corner, so yeah. you have to like sleep on a cot. Yeah. But I think that's how my brother feels because <laughs> he moved home after after like like a bunch of different stuff, and so yeah. he lives here now, but he doesn't actually have a bedroom. Yeah. So he like sleeps on a couch, a pullout couch mm-hmm. in the loft. So his room is the loft with the TV slash my mom's craft room. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets to sleep with ribbons and lampshades. Not lampshades, yep. but ribbons. No, not nearly as many lampshades as that room had. My so God. Many Who needs that many? <laughs> yeah. But like, I really enjoyed all of the stuff because I love, I love Sam Huntington. Like, he's yeah, super funny. Like, he is. And he was, he's been in a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like him as this, like, 
all he wants, like, he has no job. He just stays at home. And all he does is, like, when she, uh, when Julie's like, I have a proposition that includes my money. He goes, your money? He goes, those are words I like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, those are my so two good. favorite words. <laughs> those are my two favorite words. <laughs> um, But I like... I said what part I like. I like all the Steve Carell stuff and the, like, why are you damp Julie thing is great. Um, I also really, really like the parts with Russell, or they call him SpongeBob. They never actually call him by his real name. His name is Russell in the movie, but it's Evan Peters' character, like him and his bros. Which one of them is the guy from Weeds? Yeah. I forget what his name is. Oh, it's going to bug me. But he's, like super hot now it was so weird seeing him like young i was like what (laughs) yeah i forget like who's in this movie like i forgot that evan peters is in this and like if nobody like if the name sort of rings a bell but you're not really sure he's in american horror story like he's been in almost every season of american horror story yeah like when i like this was the only other thing i've seen evan peters in so when i saw him in american horror story i was like that weirdo from sleepover (laughs) (laughs) how sad how i mean he's weird in this movie like evan peters made a choice (laughs) do you want to see a picture of me in a coma no yeah he he made a choice in this movie (laughs) it's so good though like he was great in this movie he's like the comic really him and his bros they're like they're supposed him and his two friends are supposed to be these like stereotyped skateboarding um like surfer dumb like bros yeah yeah <laughs> he, i like at the end after he wins the like the the trophy or whatever and his friend comes over and he was like dude you're an insa legend and he was like guys chill yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they just like go to being like oh like, oh yeah yeah oh. let's chill yeah yeah let's, yeah, yeah it's yeah. chill <laughs> Okay. Um, The thing that I want to talk about the most is uh, how, like, before we talk about, like, the cute relationship, the two cute relationship-related, like, thingies Mm -hmm. in this film, um, but mostly is, like, how unrealistic some of the stuff that goes on in this movie. Like, we already mentioned, like, the driving. So... Uh, Brie Larson's character, Liz, is, like, driving her mom's Beamer. Was it Beamer? Or the Mercedes? Like, she's driving this, like, S- this extremely expensive SUV. Yeah, either right? way, I'm like, she's 15, like, max. Yeah. She would only barely have her permit, and even then wouldn't be allowed to drive alone. Like, exactly. <laughs> and then, like... When she was like, oh, I've got the car. And I was like, first of all, your parents are letting you drive this car without a licensed, supervised driver, number one, no. Number two, if any cop saw any, like, of that, they would immediately have pulled you over. Are you out yes. of your mind? Yes. And I feel like you're, like, wasn't wasn't it a rule you weren't supposed to drive after a certain time, or am I crazy? I think it's, like, after a certain time, there was, like, a driver curfew, plus there was, like, you have to have a licensed driver in the vehicle. Yeah. Um, has to be 25 or older in the car with you. Yeah. And then you're not supposed to have passengers. And then there's even more rules now where, like, after you get your license, you're not allowed to have passengers under the age of 18 in your vehicle for at least a year after you get your license. Oh, my God. And, yeah, you can't even get your per Like, you can't eat, you, well. 
you can't even get your license until you're like 18 or something like that, at least in like California. I think it's 16 in California. Like you can get it at 16. I thought it changed. Like I thought it changed like right after I got out of high school. I want to say it's 16 because there are 16 year olds who drive, but they also have the like the driver's license. It's like, oh, clearly underage. Oh, like, right. Yeah, that's true. That's it's, the vertical it's like one. Sideways. <laughs> it's the ver- <laughs> like, <"Well." laughs> yeah. Yeah, I missed that. Um, so there's like the driving, and then what is it? Yancey like goes home and like takes her parents' electric car that she's allowed to use for emergencies, but she's like super great at driving that too. And I'm like, girl, you are 14. She's like, oh, my dad taught me to drive in the mall parking lot, and I'm like. That's a parking lot. That's not the That's, street. Yeah. She just laws. pulls out of that drive with the car driving by as if it's nothing. And I'm like, well, also he said, or she said, like, he said I could, like, take it out for emergency. And this feels like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I think more of, like, if you were, like, like in an extremely, like, life-threatening situation, not your friends need you to take him somewhere. Yeah. Oh, but I like Yancey. She was, she's the best one in this movie, honestly. <laughs> she's my favorite. Yeah. Like, big time. Um, but so there's like, and then they go to that club, right? And like the bouncer lets in the four underage children into a club that serves yeah. alcohol because that's realistic. Mm-hmm. And how easily like Hannah and Julie sneak in, like inside of the band equipment. I was like, what kind yeah. of a movie is this? <laughs> And, like, also, because they're there, so, like, the tasks that they're supposed to, they're supposed to be doing a scavenger hunt, right? So, the tasks on the scavenger hunt are, um, oh, my God, uh, redress mannequins at Old Navy in your clothes Mm -hmm. is one. And then get uh, a guy from Safe Date to buy you a drink at the Cosmo Club. Which I'm like, I like how they use Safe Date. (laughs) And it has, like, a blue ribbon that he's police certified. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh um, number three was steal a pair of Steve's boxer shorts because uh, Stacy figured out that Julie has a huge crush on Steve, who's a high school student. Yeah. He's probably, like, a sophomore. Supposed like, to be a sophomore. Yeah, but what's... Also, I was going to say, because, like, what sophomore wins the crown? You know what I mean? I mean, he's, like, amazing, so I get it. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, <laughs> um, what was the last one? Oh, get the the uh, the decal from the car, from the yeah, tech from tech. Some sort of security. Patrol tech. Car, yeah. From the patrol tech uh, security guard. And then they added a task at the end, which was to get the crown from the dance. Yeah. Also, what dance was this? Like, what kind of school dance happens at the end where you're crowning people? That's like prom. I was going to say, like, after school ends? Like, no. (laughs) Unless this this middle school, like, ended a week or two before the high school did. But prom for high school is, like, April. Much fancier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and also months before the school year ends. Yeah, true, true, true. Somebody explain to me this film. No, I know. What is happening? I'm like, I'm like... (laughs) Eliza, who wrote the film, uh, what, what? <laughs> yeah. What school yeah. did you we, go to? 
What school did you go to that had these weird things? But anyways, like, them getting into the club is super unrealistic, especially because they serve alcohol there. Also, the um, fact that his, like, her teacher doesn't notice that it's her or that it's a girl that's super, super underage. That's a child? Like, yeah. how do you not, like, it wasn't until she laughed when he was like, Wait a minute. Julie? Julie Corky? Like, you're my student. And she's like, hi. Yeah. No. Honestly, like, when they dress her all up and they're like, yeah, you, I was like, eh, why are we sexualizing a 14-year-old girl? And why are we, like, uh, like, her out, like, not that her outfit was too provocative for her age, but it, but it kind of was. Like. It, it could have been. Like, for them to be showing it off the way that they did, they were like, ooh, look at her. And I was like, no, please, camera, don't. Don't linger on her. <laughs> don't don't weird camera linger. No. Yeah. Um. There was also this like, what else happened that was like unrealistic? Like, obviously, like the parents not figuring out that they like disappeared from the house. Um. I love the like how this moment of nostalgia where she's like, ah, oh, dang, no service, and like goes to go talk on a payphone, and oh I was like, my that's God. weird. Yes. Instead of just, like, I don't know, going outside. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, the payphone thing was funny. <laughs> the girl was just yeah. like, I'm going to talk to everyone I know on this payphone. <laughs> Basically. And I'm like, did people do that back then? Like, they just were in a club and they were like, I need to talk to everyone. <laughs> like, I don't know but also like she was making phone calls on the payphone for a quarter yeah i mean i don't think in 2004 it would have been that much no i think it would have been more that's what i'm saying yeah i don't think it would have been well no yeah sorry i don't think it would have been a quarter but it would have been more than that um god what else is like super unrealistic in this movie um because the next thing I want to talk about is the inappropriate relationship between Stacy and Todd. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, what is this obsession with movies at this era of like, I need a high school boyfriend? Oh my <laughs> like, god, yeah, no. And like, what, like, what high school guy really wants to date someone that young? Is it just me? Like, I, I don't know, but. We see some, like, a little bit of a similar of the same thing in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Um, with Andrew Keegan's character going after Julie Stiles' sister. Yeah. Like, in the movie. Because she's, like, a freshman. Yeah, she's, like, a, and he's like a, a fresh freshman. And he's a senior, but he's, like, oh, she's, like, super hot and I want to, like, hook up with her. And yeah. I'm just, like, Ugh. bro. <laughs> But also, like, what makes this worse is that, like, Stacy's character is supposed to be 14. Well, how old is Todd? Yeah, exactly. And he's and also, like, oh, you promised you'd hook up with me once you graduated. <laughs> and I was like, ew, bro. Yeah, like, gross. And, like, like they kind of shame her for it in the movie for not wanting to hook up with him. Yeah. Like, like her friends are, like, all questioning why, but, like, they don't know necessarily about that part. But then, like, once he reveals it, he's like... Yeah, she never hooked up with me and, like, won't ever. And everyone's, like, looking at her, like, oh, sad. Like, why won't you? And it's like, no, she's fine. She is fine. 
It's like, uh, child, how dare you not hook up with your much older teenage boyfriend? No. Yeah, no. No. Gross. Just, it was just, it was a very weird thing to, like, show very much because Stacy's supposed to be, like, 14 years old and Todd is, like, second string quarterback or whatever on the football team. So I'm assuming he's maybe 16. Yeah. Maybe 17. So he's, like, like... He's not super much older than her, but it's also such a uh, significant difference in, like, like, I want to say maturity, even though he's, like, very immature. immature. Yeah, but, but, like, I don't know, like, I never would have, like, hung out with people in high school when I was in middle school. Or, like, vice they, like, versa. Had, wouldn't want to hang out with you a lot of the time. no. Like, it was weird when seniors dated freshmen, like, let alone, like, a junior, you know, dating someone in eighth grade. Like, you would have definitely been talked about, for sure, in not a good way. But also, like, I feel like parents would have had a problem with that, I would say. Also, like... It was very clear from, like, different aspects of this movie that the people that were in this movie came from much richer, affluent families. Yeah. Like, Todd was driving a Audi. Mm-hmm. And, like, Liz was driving a Mercedes. So oh, like their houses were about, super nice. Their houses were super nice and super big. So, like, you're talking about, like, people from a rich suburban neighborhood where, like, I don't know if there's, like, a difference in, like... Like, there shouldn't be a difference in etiquette, but, no. like, in this movie world, they're, like, showing that, like, that that people were fine with this. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm not fine with this. No, no. It was definitely weird. Like, they definitely portray them to be older. It Like, it genuinely doesn't hit you how young they are until you get older. Like, yeah. I can't imagine parents watching this and being, like, like totally fine with like I would turn to my child and be like right so you don't do this at this age (laughs) this this isn't real (laughs) yeah because like when I was young watching this I 100% this is what people did in high school and then I grew up like well obviously like I'm whatever but like you know especially like 14 15 you're like am I lame am I lame for not having these kind of things happen in my social life no I was fine you're not no, you're fine because everything that's happening in this movie is unrealistic. Exactly. But I mean, even like the Steve, Steve and Julie stuff is kind of like it's, it's like kind on the of cusp. The same, but like he's not he's not like pushing for anything the way that Todd is. It, yeah. But like it is kind of like well, she is a freshman and he could be like possibly a junior. Yeah. I don't know. I it, don't know. It's it's still like why are we so obsessed with dating guys like like way older than us at that age, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's just a it's a trope. It's a trope. Um, but I will say that like the whole Peter Yancey thing was really adorable because like Yancey is this girl who's like she's a bigger girl, like Stacy and Liz make fun of her weight. They call her fat or they like make comments that imply that she's fat and it's rude. 
and it's mean and bullying and just not great. And like Julie and Hannah and God, the other girl, what's her name? I don't Farrah. Even, I don't remember. Um, yeah. Like trying to make her feel better, like telling her like you're fine, like yeah. So like, like for one, the like when she, when Yancy talks about stuff that. Um, what was it? Stacy. Yeah. Stacy had done to her, like, like weighing her in front of the entire class. Like that's traumatizing. That's yeah, it's pretty, awful. Pretty jacked. But like, yeah. I, I like that. I mean, this movie did try like to attempt to like be cool and be like, well, well, do you like brownies or celery sticks? And it's like, okay, like, I see what you're trying to do there. Like, it was sweet, like, the attempt of, like, just date people who like brownies. But it's also kind of, like, the movie in the end kind of is, like, oh, isn't it cute that these two slightly not thin people fell in love? I don't know. It's it's very, like... Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know, but, but I like that they do try. Like, they just maybe could have, like worded it a little better i don't know yeah i mean they were trying to do this sort of like female empowerment thing but also do this like pushing of the like relationship thing at exactly the same time yeah because there's like the part where they're at the dance where the four girls are like but we don't have partners and like julie's like oh well who else do we need and then they like party yeah. together like that but stuff then i like julie's Julie's obsessed with, like, getting a kiss from Steve, oh, which just came okay. out of nowhere. Out okay. of nowhere. Literally when her friend, like, her her closest friend, what was her name? The Hannah. one that was, like, yeah, the one that's moving Hannah, yeah. Like, she says, what do you want more than anything in the world? And, like, Julie's like, more than anything? Yeah, Steve. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but also... 14. But exactly. Exactly. Like, I, yeah. I get it. I 100% get it. But I'm also like, oh, jeez, girl. Girl, it should be for Ugh. you not to move away from me. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I would be like, for you to not leave. Yes. Oh, but. um, But, like, the whole, like, crush thing on Steve just in, like, the wanting to get a kiss thing was just kind of sort of out of nowhere, but I was like, all right, I, I could go with it. I, yeah. I could be here No, I, like, definitely at that age, like, that's that's 100%, like, yeah. probably all I cared about as well. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, to be young. Um, <laughs> but, like, Yancey's sitting outside of the club when the other three are inside? No, two. The other two are inside. And uh, she's just sitting there, and this, like, cute boy who's doing, like, a summer job comes up. He's probably, like, 15. Yeah. Like, he's not very much older than her. Comes out, and he's like, oh, do you want help sneaking in? And she's like, oh, are you talking to me? She's like, boys never talk to me. He was like, unless they're asking me to hold the door. And I'm not going to lie. I was like, when he was walking away, and he was like, I would never ask you to close the door. I was like, well, I'm here for to ship it. <laughs> no, he was he was really cool. Like, he was very respectful, and he was very nice. And, like, he was straight up going for it. And I was like, yeah, dude, go for it. Like <laughs> He was so cute. And, like, when they were at the dance, he, like, dedicated his song to her and then asked her to dance and she was like do you like brownies and he goes uh brownies are a food group a very important food group and i was like i love them yes (laughs) it was really cute 
It kind of, um, did it remind you of like a Cinderella story when he's like, do you like Big Macs or salads or something like that? And she's like, a Big Mac. What does that even mean? <laughs> he was like, if you had a choice between a rice cake and a Big Mac. And yeah. she's like, a Big Mac. Like, why does that matter? He's like, well, I like a girl with a hearty appetite. And I was like, no. <laughs> and Chad you just Michael eliminated like Murray. half the girls in the school. And I'm like, oh my yes. God. <laughs> God. And I Ugh. was like, Ugh. We, we had that trope throughout the 2000s where, where women didn't eat. <laughs> yes. Um, but Steve, Steve is played by Sean Ferris and he's adorable. And he is adorable. He, he's really into skateboarding. And I love the like slow-mo of her skateboarding in front of the car. And he's yeah. just like, he's like who, who is yeah. that? <laughs> And I like that he just like cannot get out of get her out of his head. He's like it's so cute. Pulls it's up cute. the yearbook and is like, I do, I know this girl. Like, she, I definitely went to school with her. No, yeah, she's cool. He's like, he was like, oh yeah, like she's cool. I've heard of her. And he was like looking at this stuff. He's like hobbies, uh, skateboarding, napping, and hot dogs. He was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he like he was like basketball, boarding, and dogs. And he's just like. I like her. Yeah. But the part where, like, she's, like, hiding in this house. Like, she, like, broke into his house to steal a pair of his boxer shorts. And she's in the shower. Like, hid in the shower, of course. And he, like, goes in there to go take a shower and turns on the water. And that's how Julie gets all wet. Because she, like, yeah. gets hit in the face with, like, water. Yeah. Um, But she's, like, staring out of this, the corner of the shower curtain. He's got his back to her. And he, like, takes his pants off and then takes his shirt off. And, and it's, like, zoomed in on her face. And she's just, like. And he definitely takes his boxers off. He like, takes she's his boxers off. <laughs> well, like, she saw his well, butt. Back, he didn't yeah. turn around yet. So, yeah. like, he takes his boxers off. And she's just staring and then just closes the shower curtain in front of her face. Just, yeah. like, closes it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh god so good um but <clears throat> he ends up like finding the list of the hunt items and he's like oh that's where my boxers went and i was like why are you so nonchalant about some girl breaking into your house to steal your underwear bro yeah like, you should be upset i would have been like when the heck was she in there <laughs> yeah and then like it says get crowned and he gets crowned like whatever Whatever they were getting crowned Whatever for. Whatever dance it was. <laughs> and then, like, he calls out her name to, like, dance with her and, like, puts the crown on her head and they, like, slow dance together. So they yeah. end up winning and the big prize is to get the prime lunch spot, mm-hmm. which is, like, by a fountain to, like, sit by the cool people instead of sitting by the dumpsters. So yeah. the popular girls end up at the dumpster seats while they get to sit at the fountain. Which, like, I'm sorry, if they were real popular mean girls, they would have just sat at the fountain anyway. <laughs> But that's just me. But all right. Um, but, like, it does that whole, like, Cinderella, like, gotta get out of here because the mom is coming home yep. from, like, the club that she was at with her friends. And um, no joke, that's going to be, like, us at a K-pop concert, like, in 10 years. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like, all right, ladies, we'll yeah. have a great night. <laughs> Driving home in our, like, Volvo or whatever. No, yes. I wish I could afford a Volvo. I thought, I thought you meant like dancing on a on a table at a club. <laughs> oh, also maybe that. I mean, just us at a concert, like full on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe us. it. Do you think I'm yeah. gonna stop going to concerts when I turn like forty? No, absolutely no, not. not. No, it's great. Um, but 
Like, in the process of them, like, getting home, like, a bunch of stuff happens, and, like, she loses her crown, which, like, Steve runs over, like, Steve Carell's character runs over with a bike and, like, flips over, and that's why he calls his mom. Yes. (laughs) To come pick him up. But he, like, shows up at her place, like, because, you know, he knows where she lives. uh, Yeah. Because that's just this kind of movie. And, like, she sees the crown, like, hanging on a... Also, somehow gets into the treehouse that's been fully, like... Broken. Yeah, knocked over. There's no way up. Like I mean, whatever. Magic. This guy's magic. magic. Um, And she, like, climbs out onto her roof and steps into, like, the broken treehouse or whatever and goes to pick up the crown and he, like, pops up, like, picks it up at the same time as she does. And I'm like, that's not scary. No. And, like, puts the crown on her head and, like, kisses... Oh, God, it was so cute. And, like, kisses her. So, like, she got her kiss. Like, her Cinderella night. Like, she got her kiss at the end. And you're just like, aw, it's so cute. But also, like, girl. Yeah. No. (laughs) Oh, it was interesting. It was good. Yeah. Um, I do say, like, I did mention Russell before. And I love that he, like, dances with Stacy for the dance-off at the thing. Yeah. At the dance. And they were, like, amazing. But across the way, they keep zooming in on Todd and his new <laughs> girlfriend. And she's just, like, a washing board. Oh, my God. Yeah. They they were terrible. They were terrible. They were te- my favorite is when he would do, the, like, the little, like, <laughs> <laughs> finger guns. And he yeah. was, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> at her. And I'm just, like, this is awful. And, and when they lost, and he was, like, well, you are a, not a great dancer. And then she just, like, full on, like slaps him across the face and he was just like oh second time today I'm like yeah. maybe not be a jerk bro yeah no kidding oh but yeah overall great film has yes. some problems though didn't yeah. age well <laughs> no but like this cast was so good yeah. like this was prime mid-2000s like okay the redhead uh farah she uh-huh. was Dean's younger sister in Gilmore Girls. Oh my god. Yeah. You had Sarah Paxton, who went on to do, like, Aquamarine, which was, like, the greatest movie ever. Um, She also had, like, a TV show that was, like, it was, like, Darcy's Wildlife or something like that. I totally watched that. Uh, Mm -hmm. You had... uh, Oh, she was in The Last House on the Left. I Sarah Paxton. Movie. Is I that saw recent? that. She's also, no, it was a uh, 2009. Oh, that movie's terrifying. It's like a remake of the original, and it's just like not like it's a it's a decently good movie, but there's some like <sighs> parts gotcha. that just like I can't watch because of like what happens to her. Um, she was in Sydney White also. Oh yeah, she was in she was in a lot of stuff, but like. I want to then you had Alexis Paris. Vega, Alexa Vega, who was obviously like the best in Spy Kids, and then uh, oh, he was in the Vampire Diaries. Who? Sean Ferris. Oh, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, like I saw I saw Brie Larson in like this, and I think she was in uh, like Thirteen Going on Thirty, and then. Like, I was obsessed with her, like, her album. Like, guy, like when, when Brie Larson made a comeback with Room, I was mm-hmm. like, I was, my 13-year-old heart was like, yes. <laughs> it was great. Oh, my gosh. The girl who played Yancey, she's so adorable. Like, 
as an adult. What has she done recently? Um, let me look. Cause I not a lot. Like she was only in. She was great. She's done like a lot of like cameos on like TV shows. Nice. Oh wow, she's only two years older than I am, or two years younger than me. Oh wow. I thought she was way younger. Oh, good for her. I'm trying good to see like her. her filmography. There we go. Um, she hasn't done a lot. She's been in like some random episodes of things. Like she was in an episode of Good Luck Charlie, Cougar Town, CSI Miami, um, Judging Amy. This is um, crazy. I need to I need to see what she looks like now, but no, yeah, I'll send you star stud cast. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't have anything else to say. No. Nope. Then people should see this. Yeah. Or like, if you loved this movie growing up, let us know. Yes. Also that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna wrap up this week's episode of tea time the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website teatimewithkc.com feel free to reach out to us via twitter or instagram by using the handle at teatimewithkc or on facebook at facebook.com forward slash teatimewithkc if you want to chat with us in real time you can join our slack workspace or our discord server invite links for those will be in the show notes and you can also email us at teawithkc at gmail.com don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and basically every other podcast app. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek Media Network by visiting geek 2 geekmediacom The Twitch stream subscription links for Capsule J and Troidal Power will be included in our show notes. Uh- and until next time... <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.